This is Minnesota Today for Thursday, January 11th. I'm Emily Reese. Here's what's happening in Minnesota. University of Minnesota officials have issued an all-clear for the Twin Cities campus this afternoon after a suspect in earlier social media threats was located in western Minnesota. Earlier today, the U of M Twin Cities had asked people to stay away after a 41-year-old man reportedly posted online threats about shooting people on campus. The West Central Tribune reports the suspect is a former mayor of Watson, Minnesota, with a lengthy criminal record who was previously civilly committed. The university reported just after 1 p.m. the man had been located and, quote, contained in Chippewa County. It wasn't clear whether the man was in custody. A group of rideshare drivers are on strike this afternoon and evening as they push for better pay, better driver safety, and more recourse in responding to customer complaints. The group Mulda members is going offline until 7 p.m., meaning they won't be picking up the customers during those hours. Yusef Haji, the spokesperson for the group, says they want to use these offline days to put pressure on the companies to negotiate. We're going to do this monthly, but if it doesn't work out, we're going to probably do it weekly. And if not, we will try and do it daily, slowly. We build up to that. Haji says they would also like bathrooms and a prayer space at the driver waiting area at the airport. Earlier this week, Lyft announced it started paying drivers a $5 minimum for rides that begin or end in the Twin Cities. The St. Paul Fire Department said today that a preliminary report on the fire last week that claimed the lives of four children points to an unattended candle as the likely cause. Fire officials noted that the report is not yet final. They plan to release more information on the fire investigation at a Saturday news conference. Four siblings, five-year-old twin girls and two boys ages one and four died from injuries suffered in the January 3rd house fire on Arkwright Street. Two other siblings and their mother were seriously injured. A Community vigil to support the family is planned for 1 p.m. Saturday at the American Indian Magnet School in St. Paul. The Pacer Center for Children with Disabilities has translated seven of their key documents into Karen. Minnesota has the largest Karen population in the nation, and Pacer Center leaders like Rose Quintero say they were getting many requests for information available in Karen. Staff working with the Karen uh, community say that many families aren't familiar with concepts of special education and individualized education plans. So having access to that information they're going to be asked to make decisions about their child's IEP. They're going to be asked to participate. So for me, the impact is that they can fulfill that role in the way that it was intended for a parent to contribute to that process. Quintero says the Pacer Center plans to enact more ways to make their services accessible to families. The Candy Ohio County Sheriff's Office said two law enforcement officers were injured early this morning while testing an unknown powder believed to be a controlled substance. Authorities say the powder ignited during the testing, injuring the officers. The incident happened at the County Law Enforcement Center in Wilmer, and they were treated and released from a local hospital. The Sheriff's Office didn't release further details about the substance or how it caught fire. It did say there's no indication of a threat to law enforcement. In sports, the Timberwolves lost to the Boston Celtics in overtime last night, 127-120. to 120. Jason Tatum had 45 points for Boston, and Edwards led the Wolves with 29 points. Wolves host the Portland Trail Blazers in Minneapolis tomorrow night. The Wild were beaten by the Dallas Stars last night, 7-2. to 2. Wild are still playing without their top goalie, their top scorer, and two defensemen because of injuries. The Wild host the Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow night. Minnesota's pro women's hockey team beat Toronto last night 3-1. to That was a great game. Taylor Heisey scored twice for Minnesota. Really was hoping for the hat trick for her, but they're 
There's time. Still undefeated, the Minnesota Pro Team at 3-0. and They host New York Sunday afternoon. And the Gopher men's basketball team, they play Indiana tomorrow night in Bloomington. And the uh, Gopher men, Bloomington, Indiana, that is. And uh, Blooming, uh, the Gopher men are on quite a tear. They've won seven straight games. Your forecast for Minnesota. Winter storm watches and warnings, in effect, they start tonight. And uh, overnight, there is a good chance of snow in portions of the state, particularly southern and central Minnesota. Lows from zero in the northwest up to the mid-teens in the southeast. And then Friday, cloudy with snow and blowing snow in the afternoon. Highs single digits in the northwest to the mid-20s in the southeast. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. Phil Picardi will have an update on Friday morning.